Open fire. Now that I have your attention. Welcome to the Chase Ascendancy Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Chase Ascendancy. This is Josiah. And uh, man, we got something exciting for you guys tonight. Obviously the new uh, Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I don't know if you call it a trailer, a clip, a... Uh, excitement device is out. Uh, so we wanted to watch that and uh, kind of talk about that with you guys, do a breakdown and a review and whatnot. Um, but first, I wanted to kind of pick up uh, something from the uh, episode 76 we recorded earlier this week, which was uh, 10 Star Wars things I'm thankful for. And uh, something that got a lot of love was uh, Miss Karen Travis. And uh, if you're a fan of her Republic Commando stuff, uh, there used to be a, I don't know if they still do it, but maybe Star Wars isn't involved anymore, but there used to be a thing called the Science Fiction Book Club. And books that you could only get in paperback, you could get from the Science Fiction Book Club in hardback, and they're a smaller version. Uh, so I just wanted to share with you guys, Republic Commando, unfortunately this version does not have the cover, um, but you can see that there. Let's focus on that. Come on. Republic Commando. This is Volume 1, so this would be Hard Contact and Triple Zero. Um, and Volume 2 is even harder to come by. Um, but I happened to be trolling the Half Price Books website uh, just recently, and I just wanted to unbox this with you guys. Since I know a couple of weeks ago I did an unboxing, I didn't actually open anything, so I'm going to actually open this box and see what's inside. So... It's a nifty box that's got like five different little sections. Oh boy. All right, so it's wrapped in a cute little paper. I'm gonna try not to kill y'all's ears by undoing this paper too crazy close to the microphone. But, Oh my goodness. Look at that. Wow. Republic Commando Volume 2 Science Fiction Book Club hardback. So this has Order 66 and True Colors. Look at that cover. Volume 2. A beautiful glare there by Miss Karen Travis and uh, wow it's in awesome condition and it's got a it's got a, a custom sized uh, cover on it to protect the the back this is like a 10 out of 10 wow it's not autographed I always check that when you get stuff from uh, when you get stuff from half price books because you never know but yeah this is awesome and it's, man, it's five, six, seven hundred pages because it's two books back to back. And uh, that is so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Order 66. Yeah, Science Fiction Book Club. And I don't, I don't know if, um, I don't know if Star Wars just isn't associated with them anymore or if they're not around at all, but... It is in amazing condition, and I, I, 
I was very, very happy with that. So I just want to share that with you guys. So very, very cool. And uh, something that was so cool about Karen Travis and her Republic Commando stuff was how great she was at uh, at expanding the need for culture within the clone troopers. And she used a character named Cal Scarada to kind of create that for them. Uh, we talked about that a little bit in episode 76, but uh, it was so cool that I came home from out of town for Thanksgiving and this was waiting for me. So super cool. Um, and that takes us to this Boba Fett. Uh, normally you would call this a TV spot, but they're going straight to the tube YouTube here recently. Um, and so uh, this one is super neat. Um, let me pull this up and um, I wanted to watch it for the first time with you guys, but I have to be honest, I just had to watch it. So this is not my first time watching it, but I'll play it one time straight through. Excuse me. I'll play it one time straight through and then we'll check it out and kind of do a breakdown. Okay. So this is a TV spot and it's called rain. I'm going to minimize myself here to try to, or what I'll do is I'll just go to, yeah, I'll just minimize myself. If I go to full, full screen, I don't know. Let's just try it. What the heck? I'll play it one time straight through and then we'll go from there. December 29th, only on Disney+. Plus. Well, there you have it. I remember thinking, wow, that was pretty short, but uh, it has a lot of good stuff in there. So that's why you're here. We'll break it down. My dogs are having a dream. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> They're awake now. All right, so they're man's best friend. You know how it is. They're always there to make a cool sleeping sound while you're making a podcast. It's cool. All right. So uh, let's just go into this. And um, I saw a few things, so we'll just break it down. Okay. Right off the bat. I'm going to get five seconds into here. Um, one thing I noticed really quickly is... Can I zoom in here? Can I zoom in? Maybe not. I can't physically zoom in on it. Um, but something that was really interesting to me is when you're looking at the... Um, first of all, I love that we're finally getting a great visual of how large Jabba's palace is. Because I think in Return of the Jedi, A, the set wasn't as big as what they're doing now. And so obviously that's a difference maker. But B, I think that just the angles or whatever, everything was much closer up. And so you couldn't really tell how big the palace was, but here's the front gate opening and it doesn't, I can't tell the, I can't tell who this is. It's either Boba without his helmet on or it's Finnick and there's a larger person next to them. I wish I could zoom in, but, um, I thought that was interesting. It almost, <laughs> I made this joke, uh, the other day, but 
it almost looks like to me, I'm going to try to pull the, the trailer up on my phone so I can zoom in. But uh, it almost looks like to me th- how <laughs> I made the joke earlier or uh, earlier in the week that the mysterious poster that came out that had Finnick Shand and Boba Fett on the far right of the poster and there was all this dead space. I made the joke that Thrawn and Skeleton Astronaut, a.k.a. Rum Sleg, is in the negative space. But that almost looks like Rum Sleg right there. So if that comes out and that's the truth, you heard it here first. But um, I don't think I can zoom in on YouTube. Not really. But that kind of looks like Rumsleg to me. I'm not going to harp on it for too long. I don't want to take up everybody's time with that. But doesn't it look like Rumsleg? Maybe it's just me. But they're entering Jabba's Palace, a.k.a. Bibb's Palace, a.k.a. Boba's Palace. Of course, the... Boba Fett coloring of the Lucasfilm Limited logo should never be changed to anything else. I don't care what comes out after this. I don't care what it is. Um, so two people on speeders. Can I slow down this playback speed? Is that a possibility? Um, edit. You guys are going to watch me just like go through my whole thing here. Um, let's see, do, 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 edit view, perhaps, decrease size, that's not correct, okay, whatever, um, but I can't tell if this is Boba without his helmet, I don't think it is, because here you've got a character, um, it'd be cool if it was Mayfeld, I don't think it is, um, and then you've got, uh, somebody piggybacking right here, so who knows, just somebody from another syndicate. Here's the thing is that John Favreau and Dave Filoni were talking uh, about the book of Boba Fett. And they were saying how there's this giant vacuum left, obviously, by Jabba the Hutt. Uh, that's a big shoe to fill. I don't know if Hutts wear shoes. It's a giant slime trail to fill. Um, but it's cool. I hope we see more than just Boba Fett and a couple of people. I would love to see Black Sun in Legends. Prince Shizor um, would have been dead already, but... That's Legends. It'd be cool to have a character like him come in. You got these, like, ninja-looking guys. Hardcore parkour in it. There's Jabba's Palace again, a.k.a. Boba's Palace. And, I, again, I love the visual of how we get to see how big the palace is. Because you have these little characters right here walking either to or from it. This is the similar scene from the first trailer where he's putting his helmet on. I like his little servant droid there. It looks like that's a, uh, almost like a pit droid, but cooler. You guys ever notice how when Anakin tells Jar Jar to hit the nose on the pit droid, is that not the eyeball? I just now thought of that. When Jar Jar hits the nose of the pit droid, is that not the photoreceptor? These are the things that keep me up at night. On December 29th, you go over this giant Tatooine city. This is more than most Eisley. From everything we know so far, Tatooine is like super barren. And if this is Tatooine, if this isn't some other place, you know, Batu or something like that, if it is Batu in that Ithorian is Dokondar, I owe my friend Chance something special. I don't know what to give him. But he said, is that Dokondar from the first Boba Fett trailer? And I was like, nah, no way. So if this this is Batu and that is Dokondar, that's the other one of the other main characters. I owe you a 
something, an energy drink, something cool. We don't drink or smoke, so something fancy that is also not bad for your body. Don't even tell me about the energy drinks. I'll turn off the comment section. There's the Twi'leks from uh, obviously the same little section. And if this is, if if the town that we've just flown over is the twi where these Twi'leks are, then maybe we're not on Tatooine because these guys don't look like Tatooine characters and the inside of the little area they're hanging out doesn't look like Tatooine. And this guy, if I move myself for a split second, this guy here looks way too clean to be on Tatooine. But there and again, there's a Chadra fan. If you've ever heard a Chadra fan talk, it's not pleasant. It sounds like a bat. Oh, no, I got to pan all the way over. Okay, this is the money shot of the trailer, okay? And I'll tell you why. This is the moment that Boba Fett has saved Finnick Shan's life, which for the longest time we didn't know if it was confirmed that Boba Fett was the sound clip that comes up and saves Finnick Shan in the Gunslinger episode of The Mandalorian, which now we know that's true, and I was correct all along, and everybody that said I was wrong is a hater, and, you know, now you have to live with yourself. Uh, but the cool thing is, um, now that we know that for sure coming from, I, I don't know if it was confirmed before this, but I know in the, under the helmet documentary on Disney plus they confirmed it. And so this is the money shot because this is a flashback. This is not current day book of Boba Fett at the end of Mandalorian season two. Uh, man, uh, Boba Fett still has his Tuscan gear. He's got that Tuscan cycler on his back. He's still in these clothes, um, he's got Slave 1, but he still doesn't have his armor. This is pre-Tython. Uh, this is before he gets his armor back uh, following the Mandalorian and Grogu about. So that means that flashbacks are on the table, which means that escaping the Sarlacc is on the table. And I've been thinking about this. I was talking to my buddy Skeleton Astronaut um, about this. And this whole time we've been thinking Boba Fett's been out of the Sarlacc for five years because that's how long the... Um, that's how long the Mandalorian is after Return of the Jedi. And in Legends, my understanding is that the destruction of Jabba's sailbarge, the Katana, and all that wreckage right there hurt the Sarlacc. But eventually Boba Fett's the one that kills it by blowing his way out of there with his, you know, all his different armories and all that kind of stuff. But what if the reason that he's been waiting to get his armor back for five years or however long is because he's been in the Sarlacc for four and a half years or whatever. Or maybe when he gets out, he doesn't remember who he is or something like that. It doesn't make sense that he would go without his armor on purpose for five years. And so, you know, the key and ideal opening scene for me is Boba Fett inside the Sarlacc. And one of two things happens either a, um, it's him blowing up the Sarlacc and getting out. Or two, there's like an earthquake-type sensation, and that's the crate Dragon eating the Sarlacc. And somehow in the mix of all that stuff, Boba Fett gets out. And um, for all these other bounty hunters we're trying to get in the show, it would be awesome if uh, from the Mandalorian uh, armor book way back in the day, like I was talking about, uh, in episode 76, it would be awesome if we got Dengar coming back and he's one of the ones that saves um, Boba Fett. That would be awesome. I would just love... Uh, there's a lot from that storyline that's kind of strange, but there are some gems there where Dengar saves him and they kind of have this 
um, unnatural partnership. And obviously it can't last that long because here we are with him and Fennec Shan, but it would be cool to get him with Dengar, at least in a flashback. I don't care if we get Dengar for 30 seconds. I just want him in the show. But this is the most important show because it means that flashbacks are available. Witness the return. Oh, hang on. Look at... Okay, so this is a great scene because you can break down a bunch of stuff. So, on the... Man, I'm really hurting to zoom in here. Um, so you got some Gamorians over here. Here's Boba sitting down. You've got a couple of Trandoshans. You have the Aqualish. You have the um, Klaatuinians. And then... Maybe this is Klaatu as well. But you have 8D8, the Torture Droid, right there. So that's pretty awesome. And it's interesting, this this viewpoint. Is this someone being sneaky during the, you know, during this meeting? Who knows if this is someone being sneaky or if it's, um, this is just a camera angle they chose, but I like it. Um, they're on top of the old Rancor pit, so that's kind of scary. It'd be cool if there was another Rancor in there. I know that the one's dead from Return of the Jedi, but there's that whole Bad Batch Rancor that could be in there. Here's that same shot. He's calling a meeting. To me, this seems like this seems like the beginning of the meeting because everything's still cool and nobody's irritated. Um, you have the Trandoshans. And I wonder, in, in Legends, again, the Trandoshans were the leaders of the Bounty Hunters Guild. And I wonder if that's some of the people he's trying to bring together. Shout out to the Gamorrean with the six-pack. Turns out those guys that died in Return of the Jedi were just real slobs and they deserved it these Gamorreans are in shape but it'd be cool if imagine this what if and this is maybe this is a prophecy who knows what if this guy or the guy next to him we can't see um is Kratosk Bosk's father in Legends um it's after Return of the Jedi no the Mandalorian the, the Bounty Hunter Wars goes back and forth but um there's a moment where Bosk kills his father and eats him, and that's how he becomes the leader of the Bounty Hunters Guild. Um, but it would be cool if one of these characters was Bosk's dad. Return of a Legend. I am Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. I almost picture that as when he says, I am Boba Fett. To me, if that amnesia is on the table, that almost sounds to me like a reckoning of like, holy crap, that is who I am. It's like a... It's an understanding, you know? Streaming December 29th, only on Disney+. Plus. Oh my gosh, I could watch it the third and fourth or fifth time, but I'm not going to. Um, but holy moly. All right, as of right now, it's November the 27th, so we have just over a month till Book of Boba Fett comes out. Um, my goodness, if I could ask for three things... Um, I've talked about Bosk a lot. Dengar would be amazing. I would love to get some of that continuity. Is he the talent card of canon? Is he reuniting everybody? Who knows? But it would be really cool if you have a Kratos character that's Bosk's dad or if you have something like that. Um, this Ithorian from the first trailer seems to be, the rumor is that's the main villain or antagonist, I guess, both if it's kind of an anti-hero already, but he's the main antagonist. So it would be cool if, um, you know, it would be cool if the Bounty Hunters Guild was in there, this Ithorian, if that's Doc Gondar, that would be amazing. 
Uh, there's just so much stuff that you could go with. And will Din Djarin appear? Who knows? He's off doing his own thing. Um, but flashbacks being on the table is huge for me. Even if the show was more backstory and back flash, back, you know, going back in time, I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Especially if eventually, like, maybe they don't want to move the story too far forward if they're thinking about a season two. I don't know. Mandalorian, I imagined it would be more than one season just off the get because of where the who the character was and how wide open everything was. With Book of Boba Fett, is this like a confirmed only one season thing? I'm not sure yet. Um, but, man, what a cool thing. So, there you are, me blowing up something that was super, so, uh, so simple. But um, I'm super excited, and I guess we'll just keep doing breakdowns as these little TV spots come out. Uh, but thank you for tuning in, and uh, that is it from the Chiss Ascendancy. May the Force be with you.